0: Hey guys and welcome to Road to Forex, where we discuss everything in relation to the foreign exchange. Of course, I am your host Alex, so without further ado, let's get stuck into today's episode. I touched on in the last episode something that I actually thought, hey, you know what, this is quite important, I want to go into this a little bit more, mix up a bit of practical with psychology, because of course we know that psychological aspects are just as important as the practical aspects here. Even if you're not up to that point, as one of our Discord members said, it is better to be ready and tackle these issues you know, before you even have them than get them and have to work on them in the long run. But this is a bit of a mix here. It's both practical and psychological. So it's something that you can use within your strategy today and also help your psychological game immensely. We're talking about subjectivity in the markets. I don't know if you heard from the last one, you should have, that there is a phenomena out there that realistically only takes one person to disagree with your analysis, sentiment that you have with the market in order for that market or you, your trade to fail. I'm going to quote Mark Douglas again. Now, I know he said, oh, he's mentioned it in every bloody episode. Can he shut up about this book? I'm not going to. Because it is uh, the trading Bible, it is going to help you. So, if you're getting sick of hearing about this stuff, it's probably because you do not understand the importance of it or you haven't lost enough. If you're sitting there and going, I'm bored, but you're a loser in these markets, and I say that nicely because I've been a loser, I'm still a loser, I still lose, then perk up and listen. Because, so as I said, there's a practical application here as well. It's basically the story of, to make a long story short, amazing trader, but he's very egotistical. Um, He thinks he's always right, so when he's wrong, really hurts him. So Mark says to him, while you're working on yourself, get a job as a trader, you know, fantastic. Gets a job as a trader. He's a top analyst for this firm, right? His boss, this fantastic trader who's been around for ages, always used fundamental analysis, never used technical. So he says to him, okay, this new technical analysis thing, Help me with it, I wanna sit with you every day on the trading floor or wherever it is and I want you to teach me technical analysis. And this guy uses his method, strategy to say, this is where the low of the day is gonna be, it will reverse from here. And this guy basically says, and there's a swear coming up for those of you that don't want me to do it, I'm gonna say it, that's bullshit, and comes up onto the market and says, they sell like, I don't know, two million soybeans or whatever it was that they were doing. And the market just plummets. Now, of course, that guy is, you know, a head of a trading firm, but he is still one man. We need one man in terms of a banker. We need one man in terms of a hedge fund. We need, I don't know, one man at the where well, the first person on the Asia day and you just need one guy to just say, oh no, I want to sell. And it quickly comes down with that spread and just takes you out. That's a ridiculous example, but who knows? Could be right. You only need one person to disagree with you. So you've got to look at the markets and say, okay, if it's one person that can be wrong, how can I be safe? The answer is that you can't. You cannot be safe. And you've got to accept that. That no matter what happens in the markets, something can always happen. Now, why do I say that? It's because a lot of people use subjectivity within their analysis. Unless you are using a mechanical trading strategy with you know set technical indicators, set technical tools, and you just go of them. You are using subject analysis. Even with all that stuff, you're probably being subjective on some level. And I know that I am. Now the great thing about this is if you want to embrace your subjectivity, if you find that, hey, me actually drawing trend lines is fantastic. Me actually drawing support and resistance lines is fantastic. Me identifying key levels of resistance. Me identifying FVG here me identifying supply and demand zones, you're doing it all subjectively, cool. You might be in that phenomena where everyone else, all the other retail traders are hopping in and they're doing it, which means that you do have that safety numbers. because If everyone's seeing them, logic goes that, hey, if you're all seeing it goes into a supply zone or whatever a demand zone and you see it come into this zone, it suddenly it starts shooting up. Most people are probably going to look at that and go, "Wow, it's hit that zone, it's reversing, I'm in, fantastic. You can be safe in that because the more people that are going with that trade, the better it is a bit of safety in numbers there. It is the psychology of the market that you're literally tapping into as if it's a living and breathing thing. You and a 100, a 1,000, 10,000, 100,000 buddies are sitting there all placing the same trade. You just don't know that they're there with you. You cannot see them, but they're doing it. And that's the beauty about subjective analysis. It is fantastic. Now, why did I start with that story? Why did I talk about that subjectivity? Why did I say that it only takes one person? Because it does. Even with all this stuff, it's a smart money move. It's a hedge fund. It's a whatever. It's you also, and we'll get into this in a sec, not being with subjectivity, right? You only need one of these guys to do the wrong thing. In terms of your trade and boom. And what I said before is, and what I said in the last episode is, if you haven't done these areas or drawn them up like everyone else or the majority of other people, even if you yourself think, because of course, again, it's subjective, guys. This is a perfectly drawn trend line. It couldn't be anything else. I hate to say this, but I am going to. I think as Dan Carlin said, half the population is dumb and the other half is dumber than that. I have found it to be true. (laughs) I am sorry if that makes me sound egotistical. I am not putting myself in the smart category, that's for sure. I have done some pretty stupid stuff, especially on the charts, I'll tell you that guys, for a number of years, where my mentor looks at me and said, what are you doing? But, the beauty of having a mentor to get you there to where you're not in that category, but I digress. If you, Use your subjectivity and it is wrong. You have immediately put yourself in a position where your trade is more doomed to start than you could possibly know. If you do not have it and you think, yeah, I'm actually a more decent trader, the fact is that the more experience that you get and the more you know, more probably that you are moving away from all these retail traders and that should be scary because they can mess you up. That's why smart money is so popular. Have you ever wondered why? Because the market sentiment is basically you following the leader, waiting for the leader, smart money, to make its move, to show itself, and then hop in with them, hoping that they don't actually just fake you out. That's why smart money is so popular with so many retail traders, because they're using the sentiment of more of this follow the leader kind of deal, where you all hop in together, which smart money loves you to do, as we all know, so it can take you out the other way, right? But that, again, is all subjectivity. Smart money especially is so prone to subjective views and subjective analysis that realistically, you're gonna struggle. So why am I telling you all of this here? Because I would like, as your mentor, for you to move away from this and level up your game. Even if you've got the best subjective analysis, turn your FVGs, turn your supply and demand zones, turn your trend lines, get them all into indicators. Why do I say that? It's only because they are consistent, consistent in how they are drawn out how they are figured out, it is an algorithm. They'll just do the same thing over and over and over and over again. Your trend lines, no matter how good you are, will always be slightly different. Your supply and demand zones will always be slightly different. You are an emotional human being, and I'm talking to you, the person that is listening to me right now. You are emotional, whether you want to admit it or not. Your analysis is affected by fear, it's affected by greed, it's affected by anger. You will do things differently. You are not a robot. Indicators will do them the same time. They will give you the consistency that you should be craving for, that you desire. You cannot hear the passion in my voice. I am saying this as a reason because it is so important. Consistency is key. How many times have you heard that in how many different areas of your life? I am consistent. I am consistent in what I do. I have the same routine every morning. I stretch, I walk, I do X, Y, Z, and when I come on in the morning, I do the exact same things every single time. I am so consistent with my trading, and it pays off, and I'm here where I am now. Why do we want this consistency? Because you can build a strategy around it. Because they are giving you the same things over and over and over again. The supply and demand zones are always going to be down to a mathematical equation. Your support and resistance is gonna be down to a mathematical equation. So you can rely on them to be consistent. If your technical analysis, your marks up are consistent, your strategy, can you can leverage your strategy on that consistency. If you're always changing around, technically, that means you've got a separate strategy each time. If your analysis is slightly different, slightly off in terms of where you're gonna put it, or maybe you're a bit sad or a bit happy or a bit mad that day and you just do some things a little bit differently, guess what? That strategy is now different, it is. I mean, you can make the argument that, you know, technical analysis and all the indicators, well, the position's gonna be different every time for your supply and demand zones, Alex. That trend line's gonna be different every single time. But the point is the way that we get to that is consistent. Whereas what we were just discussing before is this subjectivity. Where everything is going to be different. Where your analysis is going to be different. Where you're going into the market and you're moving along with everyone else. You can still get taken out by one person. And that's why I keep on coming back to this. Because that is still true for the heavy technical analysis the indicators the tools still true for that but you're moving away from the phenomena you're moving probably out of areas where you're going to be with all these retail traders subjectively looking at the same things the prey and i mean that the prey of smart money they love a move fake out shoot up shoot down Search and destroys in New York to London crossover, or the London to New York crossover. There's so many instances. I'm sure so many of you guys have been stung. How, like, how was I supposed to know that? We don't realize is that with your subjective use, your subjective use, especially at the start where you're using one or two things, just like the Fibonacci tool, like most people are, the majority yes, you have that safety and it's probably because of that safety that some of your trades go off, but you are setting yourself up with a big X on your back for one man, just one, just one person to go, I reckon retail traders are just looking at this and thinking, <laughs> I did a point eight eight six area, fantastic. Uh, oh, it's, it's a big heavy rejection wick. I'm going to smash that to the downside. I'm going to take them all out. You move away from that or you up it and you start cancelling out your subjective views, even if you are still in that area and you're just doing trend lines or whatever, you add one more thing, a confluence to it, right? Now all your FVGs are consistent. Now your supply and demand zones are consistent. Now you can see the confluences between all these areas here. Technical analysis takes a different shape. Now maybe it hits that 0.886 area in Fibonacci retracement tool, but you can see that the FVG He's huge, hasn't been fully taken out yet. Oh, that's weird, they came so close to taking maybe even the halfway mark out. I don't know about this one. You see it starts shooting up, you go, damn, I've lost it, boom, comes all the way down, hits that, then it retraces. I've seen it happen so many times. Oh, I'm so close to hitting that supply zone. Really, you started just to move away there? That doesn't make sense to me boom, goes straight back up, goes into supply zone, straight back down as it is, whichever way you want to talk about it, right? You use these things that are consistent, you will be a more consistent trader. And that one person that is out there, that banker, that hedge fund manager, the whatever, right? Who is against you? Who's looking to take out all these traders who are just using subject views, subject analysis, subjectivity in the markets, He's got the easiest bloody job in the world because he just has to go, how's a retail trader thinking? Probably this. It makes the most sense. I'm just going to send the market the opposite way. Collect all that liquidity. Collect all those orders. I've just taken out everyone. Now I can put my order in the market, do whatever I want to do. It's so much harder for us. We can't do that. We can't do that. We're not that guy in the story You can just sell 2 million soybeans at once. We can't do it. We've got to think about a better way. Again, I say it every bloody episode, 90% of us fail. 90%. And to be honest, it's probably even more. If you go back, and again, Mark Douglas, in his book, he's talking about a higher one. Back then, in like the 60s or 70s or wherever it was, has it changed? I said it hasn't changed since I've started, since where it is now. You read a book about a psychologist back then and he's saying the exact same things that everyone is failing. So you really need to think about doing something in a different way. Using these technical indicators, getting subjectivity out of there and also applying all of your technical analysis to indicators. So to finish this off, what am I suggesting that you do? Just not be subjective anymore? No. You can be subjective, but use it and change all your analysis into indicators, into tools, whatever it is. Use confluences. Use the market to tell you what it wants to do, not the other way around. A lot of people are looking at the markets, looking at the charts and going, oh, this is what's going to happen, but not actually letting the market fit your strategy. You're fitting your strategy onto the market. You're forcing onto the market, not the market fitting your strategy and going, okay, A's lined up, B's lined up, C's lined up, D's lined up, okay, I'm in. A lot of people like to go, oh, the market's doing this and this and this. Oh, you know, it's good enough or it's really close. Or I'm sure about this. Don't be sure. Don't be stupid. Don't be sure, right? One person. I know that's a lot, it's pretty heavy, and there's a lot of different concepts going in there, and I'll swap from one thing to another to this. All you need to do is just understand that at any given point, you can just get taken out, no matter how sure you are about a trade. That is for sure. I said, don't be stupid, don't be sure. And I'm saying, that is for sure. You know it is, because it happens. Don't be sure about your own analysis. Don't use subjectivity. Don't draw your own trend lines out. Don't draw your own supply and demand zones out. Find indicators. Find this. That's why I have my indicator. Why do you think I built it? Apart from the fact that I can set alerts so I never have to look at the charts. Fantastic. But I all I changed it all over. I made it from indicators. I set it up. And I put it into an indicator. It does the same thing again and again and again and again. And when I look at trades that lose, I just go, oh, that's just unlucky. And the trades that work, guess what? It worked perfectly to my strategy. It doesn't change. I'm consistent. I'm here. So food for thought, right, guys? Food for thought. So hopefully, that's definitely going to have helped you in some way. But whether you're a seasoned trader or just starting out, may your charts be clear, your analysis be sound, and your trades be profitable.